I'm a flawed, petty, evil creature, Samuel. I don't know if I can be redeemed, but I have to try. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. We're in the middle of season, actually, we're kind of at the end of season 13, mm. Chris. Yeah. How are we, you feeling? Um, like, I, let's go to check in on Chris Mosier. How, how are you feeling about season 13 right now? I've had my ups and downs. And, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. this episode. It, like, has really recontextualized a lot of stuff for me. Um... But this has been a confusing season. It's been it's been almost almost no misses, Jeremy, the entire way through. Mm-hmm. And yet something has always has been has been missing for me a little bit, a little bit there. And now I'm kinda and I think it's Sam. <laughs> I think it's Sam that's missing. <laughs> Mostly <for> Sam. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I I think the same. Like there's only been one or two episodes that I think I can point to of going like, yeah, I don't ever want to watch that again. Um but so, which is really good in a season of Supernatural, right? Like, I, I think yeah. that having so few of those is, is really good. And for the most part, like, I like all of the individual things that are going on as a whole. It's it's really strange because we're missing kind of that contextual thing to link everything together. Um, like, our big bad for most of the season has been Asmodeus, and he died last episode. Yeah, and he also never really felt like he was going to be a threat, also, if that makes also sense. Also that, was, yeah. He was an obstacle. Um and hey, if they already knew that they were doing season fourteen, if this is all planning for something to come, then hey, that's that's fine. That's cool. I can deal with that. I'm actually, um, I'm actually curious, and I, we'll get into this as we talk about the episode. But I'm really curious if this is when conversations started. Talk, they started having conversations about ending the supernatural because it, like this, this is going to introduce. Um, what did you call it today? The the destiny of fate or whatever. What did you say? What did you call it? Like a oh, the tragic destiny or something. <laughs> the tragic destiny of you know Sam Winchester and Rowena. And I, I wonder if this is setting stuff up. And I don't know. And again, I don't know anything about season fourteen or fifteen. So like, all of you people out there that have finished the series, you're like Jeremy. No, it's not or whatever. But like, to me, this feels like setting up final parts to move around a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm just curious. It could maybe not be. It maybe because I'm looking at that through the lens of the show already being finished but i I, i'm insanely curious about that stuff because i like it so much yeah for sure also like our big bad is apparently michael and we've seen him for two episodes 
So that's the other thing is we've had a lot of moving parts, right? Like Ketch was back. We had Asmodeus. We have Jack, of course, who we haven't seen for a few episodes, but um, Mary's hanging around. There's there's lots of of weird moving parts. Lucifer um, and, and Joe, I guess. And like and now we got the Reapers are reintroducing them, letting us know, hey, remember this? Um, but because they're only ever trying to open a door and not like kill anyone or stop anything it definitely feels a little different it feels like it's kind of just they're out in the ether just floating around and, and things are building and that's okay but it hasn't had that same drive that other seasons have had it's it's super interesting to me i because but we that we, being said sorry to interrupt you no, 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 <laughs> it just it just it dawned on me that we haven't had as many monster of the week episodes i mean we have but it feels like all these one-off episodes are always something that's focusing on a different thread somewhere whether that be jack or mary or catch or wayward sisters in the middle of the season um it seems like rather than just having like oh they fought a vampire this one it's like no we found out what cast was going doing in this episode or we figured out what was going on with heaven with this episode like they were actually following different plot threads rather than just having the boys drive things forward <laughs> i um i the, the, this this episode introduced the idea of billions of ghosts being let loose from heaven oh, man. And, oh, man. and fall into earth and uh i i know that that excited you and it excited mm-hmm. me in a way that i have not been excited for anything in a long time and i and i don't think that this happens right like i'm Dude, pretty if season 14 <laughs> is is just titled billions of ghosts <laughs> come on brother come on give it to me there's Let that, me, come on there's that video game that's just called uh there were Bill- billions i think i think that's what it is and it's like a defense strategy where like the horde of zombies or horde of whatever is like trying to overrun you and i just i want that i want an episode of that where sam and dean are having to defend themselves against a billion ghosts mm-hmm. for 45 mm-hmm. and they minutes. have to sail out into the ocean to get enough salt content in order oh, to dude, stop dude, the ghosts. speaking my language stop this right now we're not going to a Season wet 15 is just water world because the water is the only place where ghosts aren't haunting <laughs> we're gonna go to a salt pipe factory chris i can't wait yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right you just we you, we just said hey we, we should probably get moving this is a pretty beefy episode and here we are 10 minutes into our intro <laughs> yeah so uh patreon.com slash monster of the week if you want to support us um thank you everybody out there that's been doing that thank you to everybody that has been um talking about us on twitter and various other platforms we love you and appreciate you chris what has been happening with season 13 as of now uh last time on supernatural dean returned from the apocalypse wor- world only to discover that gabriel their source of angel grace needed to open the portal uh was gone but at least he uh or at least gabriel fried asmodeus on his way out meanwhile the show reminds us that rowena has unlocked all of her power and reapers are sniffing around on dean's tail i didn't this one was not very descriptive <laughs> You just, you just what do you do? I wrote it at like seven a.m. this morning. <laughs> what are you doing, Chris? What are you doing at seven a.m. with Supernatural? <laughs> All right, we are talking about season thirteen, episode nineteen, Funeralia. Funeralia. You got, you got anything? I, your guess is as good as mine. Written by Steve Yaki, directed by Nina Lopez Corrado. This aired on April 19th, 2018. Angels, witches, and reapers, oh my. Sam and Dean must stop Rowena, who is on a deadly mission. Meanwhile, Castiel looks to heaven to recruit angels for an impending invasion, but is shocked by not only what he finds, but who. I got, a, I got a weird spoiler on this because I think, as you know, um, when I'm preparing my notes, I copy that description and I go through and copy all of the guest stars. Um, mm-hmm. just in case we need to remember a name. And it says at the end of every one of these on the Wikipedia, which I find very hilarious, it tells you who is absent from the episode. 
<laughs> so so it says like absent Misha Collins if Misha Collins doesn't show up or whatever. And this says absent Mark Pellegrino, Alexander Calvert. Uh, and I was like, but who else is he going to find in heaven? <laughs> like mm. I thought it was mm. going to be Lucifer and he was going to be shocked that it was Lucifer. But no, he's going to find somebody totally different. Um, yeah. So uh, we get briefly introduced to what's been happening on the show. And then we open up in Portland, Oregon at an art gallery. Uh, where Rowena is taking a phone call from the boys and being her Rowena self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're basically, they're asking Rowena for help. Um, they're not really getting too far with her, but she calls Cass handsome. Uh, this is the highlight of this intro for me yeah. because he doesn't know what to do with that has information. no idea. Like he has never Cass been is like a little bit life. more aware of what flirting is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Dean had to explain to him the whole phone sex situation. Um, <laughs> so, look, so Cass is a little bit more aware that he's being flirted with now and he's just sort of taken aback. It, is that. it cheating if it's with a shape changer? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Um, it is. So, uh, yeah, she says, hey, guys, I do owe you. I Specifically, I do owe Sam a favor because uh, he helped me out with the whole book. But um, I'm working on a project, and I can't, I can't really be arsed right now. How upset is Sam that his girlfriend is at a party and uh, says, Dude, like, hey, you should come brutal. to a party with me? And he's just, like, he's just so uncomfortable during this entire conversation. I love it so much. Sam is like, are you at a party right now? And she says, oh, I'm surprised that you could tell what that sounds like. <laughs> And then to top it off, she calls them her th- little three musketeers and hangs up. And then Castiel looks at this, looks at these two boys, and Castiel says, "She's right. You never go to parties." And it- yeah. <laughs> I I just thought it was he was saying it straight to Sam. I was like, oh yeah, probably so. Oh my yeah. guy. I mean, I guess conceivably when Demon Dean went to a few parties, right? Like that's probably the last yeah. time we saw Dean. It's just funny because this is the exact way that we have like. This is the imaginary relationship that we've created for for Sam and Rowena of him calling her and her never answering him mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um they'd just be like babe babe are you at a party right now <laughs> what are you doing babe <laughs> babe you were studying with your friends tonight what the heck you left your Snapchat location on and I can see that you're at an art gallery what's up what are you doing <laughs> babe <laughs> babe hey babe hey, you know I love art <laughs> you know I'm really into art did you see this is just her, this is just her voicemail <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's just talking into the voicemail constantly um. Rowena is approaching this woman named Elizabeth Mahler. Uh, Rowena does this weird performance thing with her accent that I did not understand what was happening. Um, and then she was cheesing it up for the for the audience for the audience, I guess. And then starts doing the tango with her uh, with her guy Bernard, who's going to be a feature mm-hmm. of this episode. Yeah. Um, and she hands Elizabeth Mahler her purse to do this, and I was like, oh. She's she just planted the hex bag like that's just what happened, yeah. uh, but no, she does the tango for a while and then just lights this motherfucker on fire in a crowd of people. Like Rowena mm-hmm. does not give mm-hmm. a fuck, and I am here for it. I love yeah. it so much. It's uh, it's pretty aggressive. I don't oh. know how she, she's not even hiding from it. I wrote, I wrote. She casts a spell, and uh, Elizabeth is roasted to the ground in public. Damn, Rowena is literally yeah. what I wrote in my notes. She, <laughs> she's not pulling any punches anymore. Um, she's got a big bodyguard. What does she care? Uh, we. This takes us to our main part of the episode where uh, Dean and Castiel are trying to figure out how to track down Gabriel, and neither of them really have any idea how to do it, so Dean does the thing that he always does, which is turn to his old buddy, Alcohol. Mm -hmm. Uh, He asks Castiel if he wants a beer. Castiel says no. He gets two beers out anyway and hands one to Castiel, which is like big boyfriend energy there. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, And Castiel comes up with the idea of like, hey maybe we can go to heaven. Like maybe heaven can help us do this. Yeah. And, and Dean's like, those dudes want to kill you. And Cass is like, everybody wants to kill us. Like NBD yeah, dogs. It's really. 
<laughs> so like I, you don't have any better ideas um and in the middle of this little domestic dispute uh sam comes in and of course he's found a case that Rowena just burned this chick down to the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't can't skip over the fact that Castiel says um, this would be something of a Hail Mary, um, to which he, Dean is like, wow, you're using that term. Um, and to which Castiel uh, specifies that Hail Mary, it's a sports term like slam dunk or ball handler. Extremely just want to get that out there. Ball handler. Uh, very, very weird. We have a little uh, tension between Dean and, and Sam in this. Uh, when Sam presents this case and Dean is just like, I told you that if you gave her that page, like this would happen. And Sam's like, we don't know that this is a bad thing. <laughs> like Sam yeah. is just defending her. Yeah. And I, you know, and poor Sam, like he really wants to believe the best of these people. And he thinks that we're has changed. And I think that's going to be like, that's the emotional crux of this entire episode. And I really, really like it. Like I love all of the Sam and Rowena stuff yeah. in this. And I, I love all of the because, stuff in this. Yeah. Because Dean was being so mean right here. I thought that he, it was going to be, you know, following up from last episode where he was, um, he was bullying Sam. Um, mm-hmm. But he, it, Dean is actually really not like that in this episode. He is just distrusting of Rowena. And of yeah. course he is saying, Sammy, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But, because um, he has to get up and told you so in there, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So Dean says, "Okay, you guys do the you you Castiel, you do the angel thing, but don't get dead again." Um. And Castiel heads off to our our favorite set of this t- television series, Supernatural, about Hunks killing ghosts, the children's playground, <laughs> aka yeah. the Dean gate was to in that scene. This was, Dean was barking orders in such a way that I thought he was he was sending Cass off to heaven and he was sending Sam off to Portland and then he was going to do something else. That was what I like got out of that. I, scene I, I, of... I thought I really thought he was going to heaven with Castiel and like I'm not letting mm. you go alone. Like this is going to be us. But he doesn't trust Sammy, so. Yeah, so uh, Cass goes to the playground. Um, the guard at the door is is drunk and pretty much disinterested in everything that's going on. Um, you know, this dude is like, "Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't want to fight you. I don't care. Um, it's a pretty sorry state out here. So, hey, if you want to just kill me, you can tell them that we fought." Like, <laughs> no, 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 this wait. guy is like rough. Chris, what he says is, "If you want to just angel blade me right now," and I'm like, yeah. "You're an angel. It's just a blade. It's not an ATM yeah. machine. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like." It's not a pin number. It's like a, when you're it's, at, added like fractions or whatever. You you know you get rid of the I don't, <laughs> you get rid of the remainder. Like I don't yeah. like and and also like this is extremely dark and like I, I'm sure that there's people out there that they're going to like yes you could also angel blade me right now Castiel I would also like that. Um, instead Castiel's like hey I'm I'm gonna go see for myself what's wrong. Uh, he yeah. arrives in Angel Office Depot where no one is around uh, Duma and a couple of other angels show up and they are like weirdly quiet as Castiel was like, Hey, I know you want to murder me, but uh, we got Michael coming from a different universe. All of this shit is bad. And as he's like going through this explanation and they are all silent, they have not said a word at this point. Uh, the lights begin to, I kept writing flicker in my notes, but that's not right. Like the lights are like fading in or fading out. Yeah, they're like powering down slightly. Then yeah. they come back up. Um, um and that's bad. this scene was really tense for me because as much as I don't find Lucifer to actually be scary, um, Castiel is positioned um at the head of the hallway in front of the the throne room. So as he has turned to talk to these other angels, the throne is behind Castiel and we can't see what's in it. We just see the top of it. So I kept expecting 
these angels, these angels are utterly silent, um, and they just keep looking at him, and I, and we keep seeing the throne behind him, but we can't see who's in it. I expected Castiel to turn around and then for suddenly Lucifer to be in the throne, um, so I was like kind of stressed for a second, but then it doesn't happen, so I was like, oh, okay, all right, I guess we don't have to worry about that this episode. <laughs> yeah, the the Duma and her two assistant people being like kind of nervous as Castiel is here gave me big like Lucifer is on a fucking mad rampage kind of trip. Yeah. Um, but no, that's not true. She just says like, hey, maybe we can help each other. And we skip over to Sam and Dean who are driving through Idaho uh, where Dean is telling Sam like, hey, you know what? I, I would I hope that when we get there, we're going to find the fun flirty Rowena, but maybe we'll probably just get the evil witch version when a reaper pops up. Jessica. Uh, we mm-hmm. actually know Jessica. She was tried to reap Dean back in the episode where he killed himself in that house. Yeah. And she uh, she died in um, the first episode of season one. Did she? Um, yeah, Sam was dating her in college, and the oh. yellow eyes got to her. That's Jess, not Jessica. Come on, Chris, get your character Same straight. Same thing. This is the second name this season that they're reusing. What is There's this? More, there are more women's names than just Joe and Jessica. So the Joe thing really annoys me. Um, this I like this Jessica. I like Reaper Jessica a whole lot. Um, yeah, she's cool. She's cool. She's got she's got weird energy. She's got this weird like uh, you guys don't matter to me energy. Um. Like this, yeah, she's real... pretty uninterested. Yeah, she's just she's, doing her job. Just literally doing my job. You guys, nothing you can do to it, it can affect me ever. Like I'm, I am totally above everything and all. And I will let you fuck up. Like I think that's the thing that I like her better the most. Is she's not pleading with them to do anything. She's just like, mm-hmm. oh, do you need help? And they're no, okay, and watches them fuck up for a little while. Um, yeah. And also, we we get this kind of comedy setup. So Dean pulls off the road. Who who the hell are you? Oh, wow, this is Jessica. I'm surprised you haven't told Sam about me. Like, I love she's driving a little wedge between them. Um, yeah. Sam asked her if she's like a babysitter, and she says more like a baby monitor. Uh, and then we get a comedy bit where she explains that she's seen literally everything from Sam's extensive hair products to Dean's classic VHS hentai tentacle porn under his. Uh, cool. Yeah. Why does he bed. have hentai on VHS? It's, That's it's, just doesn't. It's seem... classic, dude. I don't. I don't even know if it's. It's just Dean. Why? I understand that it would trigger in him something after seeing the tentacle monster a couple of episodes episode, ago. Yeah. It did try to seduce him. It's um, but this this joke is getting a little old. I you know it's it's. I don't want to get too real on the podcast or anything, but like this is in light of like what happened in Atlanta this week. Like it's really really gross to sexualize an entire culture. And it's these kind of jokes that do that. And I think that's why I'm mm-hmm. going to get worn out. Like, I've been worn out with the Busty Asian Beauties joke for a long, long time. Um, I, I don't really know that I'd, I, I, you know, I thought it was like, oh, this is a funny quirk to his personality. But, like, I think the more and more you think about that, the more, like, you know, the dude in high school who was like, I only date Asian chicks, you realize, like, oh, wait. <laughs> like, oh, you're fetishizing a human being. Cool. Yeah, cool, yeah, that's cool, cool. super fucking gross. Um, and this is just more of that, right? And I know it's a cartoon, yeah. guys. You don't have to explain to me what hentai is or anything like that. But I just, I feel like these kind of jokes, just casually tossing this kind of stuff off is is bad. Maybe we shouldn't do that. Like, maybe we shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. Um, but the extensive hair products joke fucking lands like a bomb for me. I love it. I love it so yeah. much. Well, I actually appreciate that that joke seems like it's a setup for something else. Yeah. Um, at least in my mind, I was like, oh, we're about to make a Sam masturbation joke, aren't we? That's Kissingcouples.net. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then she says the, the hair products. Like, and Sam's like, like you can see he like, relaxes a little bit. <laughs> He's like, oh, God. He's like, oh, that's all? That's, all? that's okay. the least bad thing you could do. You don't see, you haven't and seen also, how many. Also, it's like, it's kind of a dunk on Sam to talk about all these hair products because his hair looks like shit this season. <laughs> 
We haven't really done a Sam hair check yet. Are you? Are you? I'm just. It's not hair? good anymore, dude. I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. Okay. Jared cut the hair IRL. I think it looks great. Nice. Okay. I don't. Uh, I watched one episode of Walker, the first episode of Walker, um, and I, I don't know that I'll be able to stomach to watch any more of that show. But uh, sure, 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 sure. His hair in that he's got kind of got like constantly like weirdly pulled back or something. I don't know what's happening. I'm not. I'm not a fan. That dude wears two belts. I'm just all I'm saying. That guy's wearing two belts, and I can't get over two belts. <laughs> Jared Padalecki. Um, she explains that she is there because Rowena has been disrupting people's natural lives, multiple people, at least four. And Billy, uh, who is now death, for people that don't remember, is sent her to help them. Um, and Sam immediately refuses. And she goes, okay, that's fine. I'm around always and disappears. Uh, Dean is a little bit upset. Like, hey, we could probably actually use the Reaper's help on this job. Like, why did you do that? He's like, no, man, it's, yeah. it's Rowena. It's my girlfriend. It's fine. No big deal. Yeah. He's, he doesn't want them involved. Because, I, th- I mean, he, he, it's not like where I think Dean would normally be like, a supernatural entity? Fuck off. We're not working with you. Um, Sam here, I think he's just doing it to protect Rowena. Yeah. Uh, we switch over to Rowena, who is avoiding the Winchester's phone Literally calls. screening his calls. I mean, we, we make this joke, and it came true in the show, Chris. I cannot. I love this so, so much. It's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, I can't wait um, to put this in the season 14 video. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I, I have this clip <laughs> written down just in case. Um, uh, she is telling her bodyguard slash new boyfriend, Bernard, that she won't let the Winchester stop her from, quote, unquote, fixing things. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that her power has enabled her to do anything. Yes. Um, I, we go to Sam and Dean who are arriving at the art gallery to like check out the scene, which I thought was kind of weird because I'm like, why aren't you guys just going to Rowena? Like, what are you? But they're yeah. working at like a case trying to figure out what Rowena is doing. So it does make sense. Um, and down there, they learned that the victim was like sold like faulty pharmaceuticals. So uh, Rowena's big whole her whole thing here is she's taking down big pharma. <laughs> yeah. Um, and frankly, I I I, I support her. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, <clears throat> If if she was just doing this, right, I think they would be great. Uh, but she's mm-hmm. what she's actually doing, which they figure out pretty quickly, is um, attracting the Reapers and also killing the Reapers. Um, they they notice this because the Reapers li- leave a tiny bit of dust behind that Sam recognizes from a, just a, like a screenshot like a of a tarot card that he yeah. found on MySpace or something. He just pulls it up on his phone. It's like, look, it's this, the lore, Dean. And Dean's like, whatever. And dude. Dean's like, I don't know if that is. That just looks like it's dirt. Are you sure floor. that's not just the thing that happens in Avengers Endgame? Like, that just looks like dust. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you about. sure that they didn't just scuff the floor when they were bringing in the crew? <laughs> like, I don't know some if guys anything, friends. Sammy. Yeah. Um, Sam also, just in, in stuff that Sam has to do, this our, our new section of the podcast, uh, he yeah. But by the time they walk into the art gallery, he is hacked into her emails to find out that this bad pharma person let a bunch of people die, yeah, which I think course, is very funny. Of course. Yeah. Um, all right. So they go, they, they realize, okay, now she's killing Reapers. Now, now we need to figure out, you know, whatever they, they go outside, they call her. Um, and this is where, oh, well, they go outside and they call the Reaper, Jessica, yeah. excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, she berates them for not just asking for help to begin with. Um, but now we learn, hey, Rowena is actively changing people's fates, and she's burning the Reapers along with them. And if fate gets too out of whack, then they have to do a mass kill-off yep. to just sort of reset everything. Which involves like a plague or a small war. Um, yeah. And uh, she explains what the butterfly effect is to both uh, Dean Winchester and the audience. Uh, Dean calls mm-hmm. it the Ashton's second best movie. And I, What does he think the first one? Oh, I already know the answer. It's Dude, Where's My Car? 
Is it? You think that's, that's it? Dean's favorite Ashton movie? What, what else could it be? I, dude, I will go to IMDb or look up Ashton Kutcher's thing so we can get into this right now. If you want to write Dean yeah. Winchester's favorite Ashton Kutcher's movie, I am I'm ready to do it. If you are like I'm, because I, I I can't think of anything else, but I'm. It's got to be dude. Where's my car? Dean Dean Winchester loves that shit. All right, uh, and I can see him very much loving Butterfly Effect too. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Thinking this is the coolest thing ever, and All he right. thinks that that concept was invented in that movie. Let's see. He was in um, Butterfly Effect, Guess Who, A Lot Like Love, Bobby, Open Season, The Guardian. I haven't seen any I of these. I haven't seen any. I don't even know what any of this stuff is. What Happened in Vegas, Spread. He wasn't even in, dude, where's my car? Oh, no. There, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe he thinks it's Reindeer Games because he was like a backyard character in Reindeer, reindeer Games. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Why did they have Jim Morrison? Why did they have Ashton Kutcher playing Jim Morrison in the year two thousand? What the hell? Maybe it was a uh, one of those parody movies. This, I don't know. This is a tangent, and I am no longer willing to go down it. We have reached. Let's my keep limit moving. Let's keep moving. Dad's name. Um. So yeah, uh, Jessica explains the mass kill off, and also, hey, Billy's not going to allow them to help. They have to have clean hands. Um, and then she says that um something interesting that we don't know uh yeah so we, 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 learned... we were reminded or we were informed a few or at the beginning of the season that they're the reapers have a catalog of all the potential ways that a person can die and with dean they actually did kind of a fun thing where they threw a few different hints at like the upcoming episodes um about all these different thousands of potential ways that dean winchester could die and that would still align naturally with you know, with fate, Every, not that things fully set in stone yet, but everything, all the potential is already laid out for how mm-hmm. things could go. Um, so yeah, the, this reveal right now, it, it makes that, it's pretty interesting within that context. Yeah. And also like what you said, like t- tragic fate, because Sam is in love with Rowena. So like having to kill the thing that you love is. Yeah. And to learn on, that the only tragedy. way that Rowena dies in all of her cards is always at the hand of Sam Winchester um sam hasn't gotten any good like real good fate shit (laughs) since you know season five and earlier so i'm really excited about this as much as it's awful and it's like i don't want rowena to die but i you know i just i love a tragedy i love a tragedy when i find out that i am destined to kill somebody um i would like to also know who else i am destined to kill like i would like to see Mm -hmm. i don't want to see the book where I die. I want to see the book where I kill everything. Like that's yeah, the thing I want to I know see. if he knows the demon's plans for me. Am I supposed to go dark side Am or I something? Supposed to go dark know? side or something. Um we go back up to heaven where Castiel is like waiting around the throne room of heaven and man, could they like I, they've long made angels kind of a joke in this whole thing um and like kind of depowered them and and made them silly and not very scary and like this like just Castiel hanging out in the throne room. Remember when Castiel's true form was the size of a Chrysler building and now he's hanging out in yeah. Angel Office Depot's like manager room or whatever. Supernatural has has this this ha- like power creep or whatever will happen in any series like especially like the anime that I watch where it's like oh Goku is too strong at first and now we're 900 episodes in so like h- how could you possibly keep making this dude stronger? It doesn't make any sense. But Supernatural has done this thing where they first introduce like one demon and he's on a plane and he's a fucking problem. And this is going to be a serious, serious issue. And then they introduce two angels and then there's three, like the first time like Zachariah shows up. Like, What's oh, going on? This, guy, fuck is this guy's on crazy. Um, and now it's just a joke. It's literally just a joke. I um, this. It's, 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 it's all joking. Uh, Duma shows up. Her and Castiel go back and forth for a little while until surprise. Naomi shows up. Um, I, She's got short hair. 
She's always had short hair, but now she has shorter hair. So you know, short hair don't. And, and it's blonde. And it's white, like blonde. white, gray, or some shit. Like I love it. So her hair is fucking fabulous. Love yeah, it. she looks pretty cool. Um, this this episode, even though I was just talking shit about angels, um, it reestablished something for me. Um, that it made me kind of appreciate them again because they the show has played so fast and so loose with angels since season five or whatever that we've we've seen like dozens of them die on screen at least right like if not more like the angels fell from heaven in season eight it was a whole fucking thing um so to then just be like kind of like okay they've basically been made it effective they're sort of a joke they don't do anything castiel's the only one who's ever pulling anything off um countless times we've watched characters get named and then get killed and guess what now heaven is fucked because they're all gone they're all gone and so to suddenly just like reestablish this this point for heaven where it's like the whole thing is shutting down because there's literally no angels left like i'm actually on board with that 100 percent uh i it doesn't make a lot of sense like i think there was a time <laughs> no when, it doesn't but when there was like like if you were if, if angels are batteries that power heaven like wasn't there a time that they, that did metatron kick all the angels out of heaven at one point <laughs> but yeah but yeah, yeah. but also who cares like i don't i'm not going to i'm not going to hold the show to that standard all, all the time especially because i actually kind of dig what they're doing so i'm willing to like ah whatever whatever um mm-hmm. the thing that i like the most about this uh castiel and Naomi scene is he is instantly super angry at her because she is the one that manipulated him, that wiped his memories, that stabbed him in the eye several times to uh, force him to, in his mind, kill Dean Winchester over and over and over again. Like, we got that fantastic scene where there was just like a thousand dead Deans on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is very angry about this. And she's like, you know, these are the things we had to do. And he says, an apology will go a long way. And she's like, yep. And then just walks behind him yeah. to sit down at the thing, and I'm like, "You go, fucking go, girl." She's not apologetic at all. Like, fuck you. I, I, I never really I cared. Probably, I never cared one way or the other about Naomi, but yeah. um, that move right there, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Like, she 100 percent does not regret what she did because she believed, and I guess still believes that she was doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that is at least an interesting character trait for this for this person so that that got me a little bit more excited with how they're going to use her we got a little bit of that when she died originally yeah so like when she when we at the end of that season i don't remember the exact circumstance but like there was a time where like she no no i'm really actually trying to be a good guy doing this um so we go back over to uh sam who has put together rowena's pattern of killing people associated with the pharma company jessica Mm -hmm. once again surprises them in the back seat and says hey you should go check on the CEO because his time of death has just shifted and it shifted to right now. Uh, we switch over to Rowena who is standing over his dead body doing like, after he's like, uh, he's not dead yet. She's like doing the villain speech at him um, and she stabbed him or Bernard has stabbed him or whatever, but she's doing all of the the, the creepy witch stuff um, when the Reaper shows up. And mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know if this was on purpose, but they really made this Reaper look terrified of Rowena. <laughs> Um, yeah <laughs> and, and Rowena is like hey go get your boss i want to talk to death and of course the reaper says death doesn't talk to anybody so she's like okay that's fine uh you know i'll just and she torches both him. death doesn't negotiate with witches and Rowena yeah. says we'll see and then torches this dude <laughs> dude fucking Rowena is such a badass do you remember when we started this podcast and i was like uh i don't know if i like Rowena. yeah we really didn't um we did not like her at first it's very funny how far we've come it's very strange. Um, 
Sam and Dean and Jessica arrive to the scene, um, discover these two scorch marks, realize they're too late, when Rowena calls and says, hey, you guys come meet me at the bar. Uh, I'll buy drinks and I'll explain everything. Um, as she gets off the phone, she tells Bernard, like, hey, yo, either we're going to convince them to stop chasing me or I'm going to stop on myself. And every time she does this, we should mention that her eyes are glowing blue, like we saw when she freed herself from her magic bonds mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so she is like, she has a lot of power right now. That's the reason she can yeah. just fucking smoke up over every parent no, with no problem. And there is a little interesting exchange because while th- they're on the phone, she's first to say, like, you know, leave me alone. This doesn't involve you. Stay out of this. Um, and then Sam says, Rowena, I trusted you. Yeah. Like, I gave you that page because I believed that you would genuinely, like, you needed it. You were going to help yourself and, like, not this shit. So you would owe us an explanation. But he just says, I trusted you. And that is when she's like, okay, here's an address. Come and meet me. We'll talk. Uh, we, I guess I don't know if we actually finished this conversation with Castiel and Naomi. She did say, like, once heaven, did we talk about heaven? Like, if once heaven falls, all of the billions of ghosts. We talked about the billions of ghosts, but, like, did we talk about that? Yes. That's why. Okay, cool. Um, yes. So they go to meet Rowena and Bernard. Uh, Sam looks super jealous of her when she sees Bernard uh, and is mad that he, she has been playing him his words this whole time. Um, and she says, like, no, I've been, you know, writing wrongs. And, you know, what I'm doing here is writing more lives and saving more lives than you guys hunting your little monsters. Like these people killed thousands, mm-hmm. way more than any like werewolf that you have put down, um, which, of course, that's only the surface level because they're like, what about the Reapers? Um, and this gets underneath it a little bit. And she explains like she has to talk to death for her son. And they're like, she's killing reapers just to get death's attention, which feels like there's other ways she could have gone about this. But hey, not here to judge. She could try to kill Dean Winchester for one. That'll probably kind of got Billy right. Fuck that. Um, I love this moment where Dean's like, "You're doing all this for Crowley." She's like, "No, I'm doing all this for Fergus." Uh, Like, and this conversation is really interesting, um, where they talk about choices and um what makes themselves you know that kind of thing like there's there's a lot of fate and a lot of you know he made his own choices and he got there himself that wasn't your fault it's not your fault that he did what he did you know he was given a list of choices and he did that um and we've all done stuff like we're gonna we're gonna kind of return to that theme towards the end of the episode but it's um it's kind of all of that is said and then moved to the side when dean is like hey but that's okay we know who's going to kill you and it's sam um Mm. And she's like surprised by that, uh, and Sam's like, "Okay, enough of this talk. It's time for me to handcuff my girlfriend in public." <laughs> and reaches over yeah. with the handcuffs, and she's like, "No, this is just an astral projection, sweetie. You can't actually touch me." Yeah. So she's on the other side of the room uh, with her bodyguard, and they chase after her, and she flees. Um, Dean immediately gets bodied <laughs> by the uh, bodyguard, mm-hmm. and then they fight. Um, uh, Dean is like, you know, she's cast a spell on you, or you know, she's you know using you or whatever. And this guy Bernard, I think this is maybe his only speaking line. Says he he says she's powerful, she's gorgeous, and she's paying me a small fortune. That woman didn't have to cast a spell on me, (laughs) and I was like, literally nothing but respect for this king. We stand one man. We stand one man. His name is Bernard. (laughs) Same brother. Same. He's like, yo, this is straight up the full package. I do not care. (laughs) I have been promoted to number one henchman of the most powerful witch on earth i'm here for i it. hope dean didn't kill him <laughs> i hope so too like i want to see this dude return right? i think he just choked him out yeah, yeah i think he just put him asleep um there's a there's a moment here where like they're fighting and they do like the comedy elevator opening and the people are like uh-huh. oh and then close the elevator 
Um, everybody in Portland, Oregon, apparently is dressing fancy all of the time at art galleries. Yeah, I don't know what's going restaurant. on, but Marina just likes going to fancy, fun places. In my experience in Portland, Oregon, uh, they don't even bring you a glass of water at a restaurant. You have to get up and go fetch it yourself. So I don't know what Portland, Oregon they were Damn. <laughs> Still, I was, cannot get over that. I cannot. It's just bizarre to me. What do you mean? There's just, there's just a jug, like, in the corner? And I, I'm just, I'm allowed, I'm allowed just, to do that? I just, I mean, like, okay, um... They fight a bunch. Sam catches up with Rowena. Uh, he asks her to stop, but of course she says she can't. Um, she says she's messing with the machinery of the universe. Wait, all right, bro, you can't just say that. That's the name of my novel. Dude, if you're if you're Sam Winchester, you can steal <laughs> the name of Chris Mojo's novel all you want to. It's fine. <laughs> I hate, dude, I hate this. It's, oh, dude, this he, is heartbreaking. She's running away from him. He says, I don't want to have to shoot you, but like, if this, that's what you're going to make me do, that's what I'll do. And then he hesitates, and you think that he's not going to fucking oh. do it. I wrote in my notes, and, and then he can't. I wrote, I, I wrote in my notes, he can't do it. And then he shoots, and then he shoots. And I don't know what, maybe it's like it's Dean's voice in the back of his head. Maybe he thinks, because she is turning towards him when he does it. Maybe he thinks he's about to be attacked, and he, and he has to stop her. But he, maybe he believes that she'll stop him. I don't know. Or he's just thinking, this is fate. This is what I'm supposed to do. I don't have a choice. Just like when there was demon blood in him and he drank more demon blood because he said, I don't have a choice. This is what was destined for me. I'm supposed to become Lucifer. I'm supposed to do all this shit. It's just a microcosm of that. I'm going to keep going back to that, I guess. <laughs> um, no, no, it's good. This is just, good. It's a mini version of that where he's like, well, it is my fate to kill her. So I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. And he fires and she stops it. I, um, um, I definitely think, just to, just to back up your point, I definitely think it's the latter thing. Like, I don't think that he thought she would stop it at all. I think he, he was told by a Reaper that this is his destiny, this is his fate, and he is trying to do it as fast as possible because the only thing that Sam Winchester wants more in this world is just to be free of every obligation mm-hmm. in his life. He just wants mm-hmm. to be free of family and all. He just wants to live just a peaceful existence. So if he can just, like, knock out this whole fate thing and maybe maybe the Reapers will leave him alone and stop watching him touch up his <laughs> hair. Um, yeah. And yeah. he seems absolutely shocked when she literally, like, fucking... Neo from the Matrix catches the bullet. Um, and she, on the other hand, when she looks back, when the camera turns to her face, she looks fucking betrayed. Like, she cannot mm-hmm. believe that he did this. And then she does, like, a and cool... And he, he looks sorry immediately. But oh it's like, well, it's, it's too late now. It's too... You, like, you did what you did. And I know he didn't want to do it, but he did it. And Imagine... now she is so betrayed. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough scene. Imagine being like, hey, girl, do you want to do you want to go on a date with me? And she's like, no, because you tried to shoot me with a gun. And you're like, no, I apologize for that. I was uh, sorry. And you caught the bullet anyway. What does it matter? Sorry, let's, that was just like the moment. You let's, know? let's go to Ruth Chris. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. get to use, like a $20 mac and cheese dish and like talk about that bullet thing some more. Like, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, it was just a misunderstanding. I, it wasn't even me who pulled the trigger, actually. So that's what we got to talk about. Rowena, if, if, a, um, if a Reaper told you ladies, that you had to kill me. Ladies, if a fellow tries to shoot you, don't go on a date with him. <laughs> Yeah, please. Uh, damn, no. The bar is really low, Chris. Is what, is what we're getting to. That's, that's we've learned. The bar is incredibly low. She does a cool teleport maneuver, goes behind him. Uh, for all of the world, like I've been watching a lot of uh, Scarlet Witch stuff. So, like, for all the world, like uh, Wanda Maximoff in some of the Avengers movies and, like, just puts him to sleep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Castiel does it too. I don't know why you didn't just say Castiel because you sure. lost me. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, meanwhile, uh, Jessica has shown up at Dean's fight with Bernard and is saying like, "You're doing a good job." You know, he's a military trained, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> combat veteran. Like, he's you're doing great. He's like, can you help? She's like, no. Uh, eventually, he puts Bernard to sleep, runs out, finds Sam gone, and the gun on the ground. Um, and we are, and we go right over to Rowena, who has transported 
I know she's all powerful right now, Chris. I'm 100% mm-hmm. into all powerful stuff. Uh, all powerful Rowena. What magic spell takes a seven foot nine <laughs> monster from the side of a street corner? Of the Do you think of the she street? just called a cab? Do you think she like Ubers like my boyfriend's drunk? <laughs> like I just got to yeah. get him upstairs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think yeah, somebody yeah. roofied him. Um, she used enough magic just to get him up on his feet a little bit. And then she calls an Uber. Did she weaken Sam Winchester him? Is that what we're proposing? <laughs> she that's Yes, she, weakened at Sam's. That's what she did with him. <laughs> And then she she gets him back to the hotel and and has to put him in the chair. It was a whole thing. It was a whole bit. She, Dean was fighting that guy for a long time. <laughs> I uh, the one time she calls Sam Winchester her boyfriend to a stranger, Sam's fucking passed out. Doesn't get to hear it. It's very depressing. Glad if he if only he could hear if, it. If only he could hear it. He's gonna wake up. He's like, did you? And she's like, absolutely not, honey. <laughs> absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Um, um, so back at Rowena's place. Yes. Um, Sam, he's he's bound to a chair by magic. Um. And she starts kind kind of trying to to talk about like what she's doing and why. Um, she calls herself a flawed, petty, evil creature, and she doesn't know if she can be redeemed. But this is what she's trying to do. And I think more than just taking down like evil corporations or whatever, she feels like she can be redeemed by saving her son because I think she feels like she you know she failed him. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, you know, per the, the conversation before. So more than just doing good deeds, she is personally trying to to be redeemed to this one person. I like how um, I'm fine with this, by the way. I, it doesn't really bother me at all. But like if you just really want to poke some holes in this a little bit, like she cares about this son, but not the son that she literally murdered. <laughs> Do you yeah, remember, I mean, do, well, you remember yeah, that one? Hey, he wasn't was was he a blood son? I think he was a blood son. Yeah, like uh, well, he was just a normal uh, dude. Sorry, Owen, or whatever your name yeah, was. Yeah, sorry, guy from Letterkenny. See you later. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, so, I'm making fun of this. Says, I loved all of this, by the way. I just want to get that out of the way. Like, this is amazing. Um, like, yeah, she she's having this moment of she wants this redemption. She realizes that her lust for power and money was was wrong and it was it was bringing her down all this other stuff um and she now has to figure the way out like if she kills sam sam won't be able to kill her or that death will come to her and stop it um and I, I i love all of this stuff while she's talking she's slicing her palm open and pouring something in it she's ripping his shirt off and like putting something on sam it's crazy and he's begging her he's literally begging her you don't have to do this and she responds and i love this line so much what haven't you done for your family and mm. just like mm. i if i was sam winchester that moment like i would be like i you're okay whatever you got to um, do like do the thing i don't i don't i have no response he was like i would do anything for love but i won't do that <laughs> I won't and then she death. killed him <laughs> and then she killed him um and she tries she like puts her hand on sam's chest and he starts like freaking out and that's when billy shows up um, also you can see where they applied sam's fake tattoo and this is the only time i've ever noticed it it was driving me fucking nuts it was really? like all i could think about during the scene yeah there's like this like wet spot around his tattoo or like it didn't mesh with the skin oh, super so, well i didn't even notice that okay cool <laughs> i hated it or maybe it was just a trick of the light but i hated it i was planning on cutting some of this for the season 14 uh video too so maybe i'm not gonna be able to use it if it's that bad i'll just throw a look. filter on it <laughs> yeah yeah i'll just throw a filter on it thank you chris um uh billy shows up uh they know each other yes. they have met each other before uh where we mm-hmm. made a joke of like hey we could have just exchanged phone numbers back then and none of this would have had to happen mm-hmm. um death says or rowena says i want my son back uh billy aka death says no rowena says i will kill sam and billy says go ahead i'm curious to see what will happen 
<laughs> and Sam begs for his life. Like, I know how much you lost. This is not you. Rowena starts kind of uh, not collapsing. What's the word I'm looking for? She start, kind of starts breaking She's down just, a little bit. Yeah, she says this isn't fair. Yeah, this is like, none of this is fair. Because, you know, she has, absolutely doesn't want to kill Sam. She doesn't want that at all. Yeah. But it's not like um she she's not a demon who is suddenly like oh well this rather useful human gotta take him out like no she's a person and she is developing a, a good guy conscience um and she likes sam we make a lot of jokes but she just genuinely likes him and he helped her out so of course she doesn't want to kill him but that's literally the only thing that's going to keep her alive and, and she's putting self-preservation above anything else still so um it, it just sucks she's not happy about it and in this moment of like anger at the unfairness of the world and anger at everything um that she knows or feels that she has done to lead herself to the situation and the anger at the things that she has done to make herself lose her family she lashes out but she can't lash out at sam uh so she lashes out at death and she pours what looks like all of her power into this spell that and trying to kill death who doesn't it doesn't even have like wind they don't even do a wind effect on billy's hair right like she's just standing yeah. there absorbing all of this and death tells her like, "Hey, this this is not going to work." And Rowena, yeah. in one of the most emotional moments I think we've seen on the show ever, just collapses and she's crying. And she says, "What has to be the realest sentence, which is, I don't know what I'm doing." Um, yeah. And Billy had Billy tells her right before she breaks down um, that you were never going to kill Sam. There was a time where that could have happened, and that time has passed. And then yeah, then that's. Rowena breaks down, says, I don't know what I'm doing. And Billy says something like, you know, sometimes we make mistakes and we can never fix them no matter how powerful we become. Um, and we just have to live with it. Some things just are, and everyone has to live with that. And Rowena responds, and now you'll take me? And Death says, no. And You already know how your story ends. And with it, like a solid look at Sam Winchester, and Sam's over there going, "Uh, can somebody uh, put my button up my like shirt? They, <laughs> my, my nipples are they out." Go th <laughs> they go through this serious thing where Sam now has just learned that even though Rowena attempted to kill him, in her heart of hearts, she was never going to do it. She was never going to be able to go through with it, as confirmed by death itself. Um, so that's that's a heavy moment to then have Billy still say, "No, ah, uh, your fate is still to die by his hand." Um. That's fucked up, man. At this point, Dean bursts in. Uh, I think Jessica or Bernard may be behind him. I can't remember which. Death disappears, and we switch over to Naomi and Castiel. Billy um, just leaves with the, hey, Dean, see you again soon. Yeah. She's too fucking cool, and then she's, she's out. Fucking, she's too fucking cool. I was so disappointed when they killed her, and I'm so glad she's back as Death. That's so rad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, at the playground, Naomi tells Castiel that he has to find Gabriel. Um, he insists that they have to find a way to fix this, uh, and she says, you know, maybe, maybe a thing can't be fixed. And like this combined with the, some things just are, and everybody has to live with that. And Sam is destined to kill where we not like, this is what really got me thinking. Like, are they, are they setting up the thing that's, it's going to end the show at this point? Like, are they, are the writers thinking mm -hmm. that? Are we like, is that why we're doing big fate stuff? Um, I don't know. And, and to, you know, build on that, I do hope that we get a little bit more reasoning for why sam has to kill rowena absolutely um, yeah and i don't want it to just be like oh because it's sad because as much as i'm saying oh i love this like tragic destiny stuff like that is what i liked about sam in the first five seasons i liked that he had to jump into the hole because it was the only way to go right mm -hmm. um but i don't want it to just be for no other reason than because oh that sucks right because again i don't want rowena to die i want her to stick around but 
if they're going to make a compelling tragedy out of this, then I'm I'm interested. But I I need a little bit more reasoning behind it first. And if it's the if it's kind of the standard and relatively predictable, like we have to sacrifice you to save the world uh, thing, I hope that mm-hmm. it's actually a meaningful sacrifice. Like I hope it's yeah. not Crowley's that happened and then just immediately gets kind of brushed to the side as not essential or not really not important. Um, yeah. And I, I know like the characters of the show don't act like that. Like Dean has even said stuff about the way that Crowley like sacrificed himself for a noble cause or whatever. But like in the mechanics of the show, it literally did not matter whatsoever what, what Crowley right, did. Exactly. Uh, so I don't want that to happen. Like if she has to die at Sam Winchester's hand, I, a, I want there to be enough of a relationship there that Sam, like it's a devastating blow to Sam. I want him to have to feel that or have even better come to peace with it with her and like figure that mm-hmm. out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, in an actual relationship. We joke about them teasing all the time, but I actually, like, leg- I don't, when we talk about shipping a lot, um, I don't really, like, I personally don't ship a lot of things. Uh, I just don't like Yeah, it, I'm it the same way. I don't, I, I want to know where the story goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely, and so that usually doesn't involve shipping for me. And I think some of the stuff with Destiel is us observing the two characters together. Like, I don't think yeah, you definitely. and I particularly care about Destiel that much. Um, outside of the context of the show, right? Like we're not. Well, I guess I'm writing fan fiction now. <laughs> we don't yeah. read a lot of fan well, fiction. You know, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not it, integral it, to our enjoyment of the show or anything like that. Right, and I, that's just that not how I am with really anything, anything. unless it's like yeah. a romance story. Yeah, I, <laughs> where I care, you know. But like, um, I said this know, we, on Twitter the other day. For me, it was it's only been like Warehouse 13, Micah and HG, but like that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, what it's I'd, not like it doesn't come up sometimes. Like we we, yeah. I mean, we do ship them. You know, I shipped Mulder and Scully back in the day, but like, it's not integral to to the way i watch the show so but I, but i was saying to that, your point about sam and rowena <laughs> yeah i i really like the idea of these two people together because of some of the groundwork that they've laid like we we had that emotional moment with them earlier in the season we had the emotional moment that sam didn't see but we saw with rowena when she was talking to dean who didn't really have his memory at the time uh, about being cast out of her family and things like that like i think you can draw a lot of parallels between sam and rowena and the fact that rowena is looking for redemption and the fact that sam wants her to have that it's it's one of those like why are you so good to your friends but that you can't be that good to yourself kind of situations like I want them mm-hmm. both to be together so that they can teach each other that they're both worth being with one another, um yeah. and I you know I I don't know if that happens or not I, I have no idea like I've seen gifts I don't know but gifts don't really tell the full story, <laughs> um yeah. I just really like I I I want that because I want these two characters to do something really cool and interesting so right exactly. Uh, Naomi tells, we're not even talking about Sam and Reno, we just got off. Uh, Naomi yep. tells uh, Castiel, like, hey, everything ends. Um, I'm I'm going back to heaven and I'm closing the gates. Uh, so we can't yeah. have this. So go find Gabriel. The gates are closed until then. Yeah. Um, we go back to the hotel room where Sam and Dean and Rowena are all just like kind of collapsed on the floor. Uh, Sam mm-hmm. pulls a couple of beers out of the mini fridge and hands them around very much like that. Uh they're like, hey, how do you feel? And Rowena's like, I fought death and lost. I feel tired and I feel weaker. Um, mm-hmm. And Sam says that this describes what she did as progress. Um, yeah, you had a chance failing. to kill me and you didn't. I'd call that progress. Um, this moment with Dean, um, he says, oh, I'd call that a miracle. And it's this like sarcastic comment from Dean. And the way that Rowena looks at him, she looks like she just got stung. Like that hurt. And she looks over at Dean. This is how I'm reading the actors' faces. She looks over at Dean when he says that, like, ouch, that hurt. And then Jensen or Dean gives her this look as he's taking a sip of his beer that I don't know if he nods, but it felt like a nod to me saying, mm-hmm. hey, I'm still being a, an asshole to you. But, you know, 
thank you for not killing him. Like yeah. I, I accept you in some like there was some just little tiny thing between Arena and Dean there that I really liked. I it's it's good, and she, you know, and he does tell her like, hey, you're still the baddest witch around. Like you're still you're still a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you want to be redeemed saving the world could go a long way to that like you yeah. could you could you could team up with this um and she asked very plainly and very plaintively like just a, in a very because Rowena is often dramatic and over the top and vivacious and this is just a very plain do you still think I can be and I think it's yeah. Sam who says yeah I do we both do um and then we have uh kind of the depressing thing here where they say, you know, before you actually agree to any of this, we need to tell you that Lucifer is back. And she just kind of has this, like, moment of resignation. And again, like, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it, but, like, the stuff they're doing with the Rowena and Lucifer thing, I think I don't want to see women be abused in media, but if I like right. I like this actual depiction because she's... I, I like that they're treating it seriously. Exactly. It's like, yeah. you know, she just, she, she just found out her abuser's not in jail anymore or something yeah. like that. Like, it, it, it's... And there's this moment that kind of rocks over her quickly. Um, but she, I guess she knows she shouldn't be afraid of Lucifer anymore because Sam's the one who's going to kill her. Yeah. So that kind of like re- removes some of that. And then part of me thought, Sam going to get possessed by Lucifer and kill her again? But I was like, that's too, that's too twisted. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is, at the end, she says, you know, I'm in or whatever. I don't even think she says that, but she's like, yeah, I'm going to be, but to me, I think I maybe said this in the last episode, like the Gabriel thing and now this, like Castiel says at the beginning, like we need to reach out to our most powerful allies. Like they're forming a team, right? Like this is, mm-hmm. this feels like, oh, we got to reach out for to everybody for one last caper uh, before retirement so that we can, you know, defeat Michael and go home um, for two more seasons at least. So, and I'm yeah. here for that. I'm I'm totally okay with that. Like, I don't know. Go for get, sure. go get all of our old guest stars back that are still alive, right? Go get, Jody and Donna and the girls go get uh fucking it's not Gretch. What's the guy's name? I can't remember <laughs> anymore. Uh what? The, with the werewolf guy that we like. The werewolf guy. DJ Claus. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Fuck. Stretch Armstrong. Fuck. <laughs> what is what is the guy's name? Chris. Oh no. <laughs> it's, it's Garth. It's Garth. Garth. Garth, thank you. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. I just I want everybody to listen to this podcast. I want everybody to hit play at the same time so they could all yell at the exact same time. I just want yeah. everybody in the world to be yelling Garth at the same to time. Gather, to gather to yeah. gather that force all at once. Jesus. To wake the actor up out of bed. Uh, um I I, I want to see them put the crew together. I want to see what they can pull off and, and do yeah. something crazy. Uh but also I'm a big fan of the Avengers. So like what do I just, just play it into my <laughs> into my wheelhouse? Mm-hmm. Um, Gathering the crew is always good, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Uh, what do you think about the episode? That's the end. What 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 do you think? Good episode. Great episode. I'm I'm I, you know I love Sam, so I'm glad that he got a little attention. I probably you know um harp on that too much about him not getting enough screen time or enough to do, but this they've been doing some good emotional stuff with him here and there, so I'm happy to see that continue. I'm happy to see Rowena brought into the fold. Yeah, me too. I've always, I almost said always, but I have for a while enjoyed all of Rowena's stuff, especially with Sam, and to have her like be kind of officially, you know, with the crew is very fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't need her to be bad for her to be good. If that makes sense. So when when Rowena joins them, they're not the guys or the boys or anything like that. Are they what are they, are they the band? Like what I are think, they now? I think they're the, I think we're forming the crew. I think we're getting the crew. The crew. Together. The crew. I don't yeah. know if we already had a crew, but I'll take crew. Yeah, I like, and I think that you know if they get Gabriel back in, he's the crew, he's going to be part of the crew. Like we're going to have a season mm-hmm. thirteen crew, right? Like we're going to assemble yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like Mary and Jack will probably be part of the crew at some point. Catch for sure. It's probably going to sacrifice himself to save part of the crew. Regrettably, <laughs> he gets he gets the he's. He's the cr- he's he's in the crew like I was a um I was an apostle and Jesus Christ superstar not Jesus Christ yeah Jesus Christ superstar like I was like oh you, we don't have twelve apostles tonight put that shirt on <laughs> like, <laughs> um this is a great episode I really like it so yeah definitely uh that's it you think that's it thank you everybody for listening we very much appreciate it thank you for talking about us on social media thank you for talking to us on social media. If you want to support us and uh, hang out with us on the Discord, patreon.com slash monster of the week will get you access. Uh, also, a bunch of exclusive podcasts and episodes of this podcast early if you want to listen on Mondays instead of Thursdays. Uh, everyone who's already done that, we really appreciate you. We love you. We hope you're not sick. We hope you're healthy and we hope you stay in that way. Uh, yes. We will be back next week with an episode that is described as directed by and guest starring Richard Spite Jr. Well, well, well. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hello. Hello. My life is shortened every time I open up Discord on my laptop. <laughs> what happens? Oh, it does it go, go through so, all of its updates. Yeah. So goddamn. I was here two days ago. What are we updating for 10 minutes for? It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sound, you kind of sound kind of like George Costanza right now. That's the kind of energy you're bringing. To Unacceptable. Jerry, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Jerry. You know, a long time ago, I spent a large amount of time photoshopping a Diet Coke bottle um, to have Sam Winchester's name in the Diet Coke font on it. Um, and then I shaded <laughs> the Coke to look like blood. Uh-huh. And, and it was like a demon blizzy thing. Like, I did the mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I know I did the thing. I remember thinking, wow, this looks really good. I'm really impressed with myself. I'm going to pat myself uh-huh. on the back of it. And I cannot fucking find it. I don't know. What, what, would I have, what would I have named it? I don't know. I mean, I would think you'd name it Blizzy or something like that. You would Maybe fucking it was think, like... Chris. <laughs> you would fucking huh? think. Uh, maybe it was like sh- share a Coke with Sammy or something like something stupid like that. I tried, um, I tried Coke. I didn't try share because that was trying. their that was their like brand slogan thing, right? It was like share a Coke with so and so or whatever. Um, oh I do remember god. that. Oh my god, share a Blizzy! Wow, it didn't pick Damn. up Blizzy. It picked up. <laughs> was it one it- word? It's share a blizzy. <laughs> Dude, searching for, for files at work, like everything is always named as one word, no uh-huh. matter what it is. If it could be 10 words, it's just, it's scrunched into one word in the file name. I get it, whatever. But then trying to search that, be like, okay, I know that the word Winchester is in this somewhere, but I'm typing in Winchester and I'm not finding that fucking anywhere because it's probably like a U in front of it or something. Dude, and I it's just, it's it, not going to give me that. <clears throat> Oh brother. Oh bother. All 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 I wanted to do was define this so I could respond to somebody on Twitter with it. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that right now. There you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna spot <laughs> live fucking podcasting right now. Mm, mm. Reply. So back to what you were saying before. Rainbow so we're gonna you know for thank you. What up? What up? We're gonna do a um. We're gonna do a Seinfeld podcast. Is that what you were saying before? 100. percent I'm ready. Yeah, perfect. That's what everybody's been asking for. We're gonna for, do um, for season two of Monster of the Week. All all fifteen <laughs> uh, seasons of Supernatural. That's season one. <laughs> season two. I um I will do it in the voice of Jerry Seinfeld. Are you going to choose okay. which which of the top four are you going to choose? Are you also going to go um, Seinfeld? Or are you going to go someone else? What's your what's your? I want to be I want to be Elaine. Okay, I'm into that. I don't think I can do an impression of her, but I, I can't. I definitely can't do an impression of Elaine. You know, just no it's way. like when we started the podcast, we sort of had to assign our our roles, right? Yeah, like the deans and the you, Sam. Yeah, you're the dean, I'm the Sam, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're the cherry, I'm the Elaine. <laughs> and people have been saying that for years about That's, you and I. I mean, since like since and it, s- <laughs> since you and I went solo, right? Since we, yeah. since so it's just yeah. you and I. Mm-hmm. I've I've always been associated as the Dean or Jerry, and you've always been associated as the Sam or Elaine of this podcast. Yeah, and Absolutely. yeah, that's what we get tweets about yeah, it yeah. sometimes. Some people will say at local bones, but they call me Elaine, and I know it's a joke. Jess will sometimes be like, "What does she mean, Elaine?" I go, "Oh, that's just that's my just, inside joke because I'm such a big a Seinfeld joke. stand." It's just a podcast joke. There's all <laughs> the, there's always that like, will they want the attention between you and I? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> then there was that. What did like, you say to me? You said something to me the other day that I oh god, I can't remember. It was like something about oh you you hear somebody say something once and then um, oh shit it was so funny but we were my my thought was so funny but you and I were having like kind of a more serious conversation so I didn't want to just like drop a joke in the middle of it I can't tell if you're doing a Seinfeld bit right now if you're being serious I'm not I'm not I really not you were talking to me and. Um, I don't remember what you said, but in my head, I went to type out, you know, you hear a guy mention he likes on Supernatural on a podcast once and five years later, you're still doing a podcast about it. Um, (laughs) fuck. Oh, it it was something about how people, Jesus, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know it's right there. Um, it was about people wouldn't stop talking to you about something. Maybe that was it. And my joke was to be like, oh, I mentioned Supernatural on this podcast five years ago. And now this guy, Jeremy, won't stop talking to me about it. (laughs) And for some reason, um, he's recording it. It's really weird. Some, for some reason, he's recording it. Um, but it, it didn't feel right in the moment, so I held it back, and now I'm really regretting it. Oh, man, I'm I'm still on Twitter, and the trending topic is Lana is coming. I don't know if that's really any of our business. I don't think that's. I don't think we need to know any any about that. I I don't know, man. I'm I'm not. I don't what know. Do I like, get I, trending. I see Loki trending. I don't know why. Twilight Princess is trending you, for me. You just sent me the reason Loki is trend, trending. What are you talking about? You just sent me the tweet that is I trending. I go, but why is that? Why am I getting that? like you know? Why is it hitting me up? Because I think you know they're tailored a little bit, right? Chris, you're a you're a, you're 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 a, you're a nerd. <laughs> and by all accounts, <laughs> you is, should love. And I the did MCU. share that link with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it fucking worked. Is the reason it's. Yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not saying that that I, I think that that show is going to be dumb or anything. I just didn't like the poster. <laughs> the poster is is kind of dumb. I will. And I'm the super font. Excited. I just don't like the font. Unless, well, wait, is the font a re- is it a reference, Jeremy? The, <laughs> so, I think so. The rumors going around, like based on the trailers we've seen, the font is actually going to be justified because the font looks like it's taken from it's it's four letters and four completely different fonts and stylized fonts. Yeah, and, and he's so he, he's an is he an inmate? Is he in prison? 
Yeah, he's he's. It, it looks like he's going to be going to prison for time crimes. He and it looks, looks like, like the fucking Joker. All of these are from different time eras. So I'm thinking uh, the show is just going to be him bouncing. And the show has literally shown like time cops. So like we're it's going to be a gotcha. whole thing about time cops. So yeah. I don't know. It still looks dumb. Cool. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He, he is doing his best Joker. Like Tom Hiddleston should look way better than this, and he's, they're not doing a good job. So. They're not do yeah. You know. I just, like don't like people love this guy. Like they they stand him, right? Oh, absolutely. I just feel like he should be a little hotter in this picture. Like no not to um, you know, it's got it's got person. you called it, but it's got like four kids doing a version of the Joker. Like it's you nailed yeah. that. Like that was a hundred percent what any it is. any scene with guns, they're gonna remove the guns and they're just gonna be pointing their fingers aggressively at each other. Have you seen um because I know you, I know you don't watch TikTok because you're too cool for TikTok. You just watch TikTok compilations on YouTube with your yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, have you seen any of the Christian um, WAP versions? Uh, uh-uh, uh, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, dude, you should, you should get into some Christian <laughs> WAP. All right, sometimes. all right. Did you see the TikTok that I spent so fucking long making? I did. And nobody, persona, nobody paid attention to. I liked to. it. Go look right now. I like. I it. saw you liked it because mm-hmm. you know real friends, but. Um, you know, all these fake friends, they got no attention. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Have you seen that picture of Robert Pattinson before? <laughs> no, not at all. I liked it because okay, you did so, it. It looked like you put a lot of work into it, but like, thank you. Um, and I was, and I was he, into like the persona stuff and I'm like, I bet there's a real funny joke here if I understood everything that was happening. It's just Robert Pattinson. No, it's <laughs> literally it. It's just people taking, there's this photo of him and he was like on the set of some movie, but it's like taken, it's a photo taken at a kitchen. So it just looks like he's like in a random dude's house mm-hmm. like at a party or whatever and he's wearing a brown tracksuit, which is like a very i guess like british street street look um i don't fucking know um so people would edit that picture of robert pattinson into different scenes mostly different scenes from twilight and the song that i added to the tiktok is a song that they usually pair with that so in my head i'm like this is fucking genius i'm taking this popular robert pattinson twilight meme <laughs> and applying it to just a picture of persona 5 for some reason <laughs> And it, there's literally no other joke to it, but That's I thought it. it was really funny, and then nobody saw and, it. Uh, dude, I, can I tell you how many times I thought I had something fucking lit, mm. something fucking beautiful, and then we'll throw it out there in social media, and social media, it doesn't even chew it up and spit it back, Chris. It's like you throw it mm-hmm. out there, and social media is like... We're not even going to look at that. Like we didn't even notice. Yeah, you that's what it. happened. That's what happened with Instagram. I'd be spending all this time taking these sweet pics, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I post them up, and nada. Not even my old standbys would even see them. You know, I had people who would always like my pics, love and loyalty, bro. That's yeah. what it was all about, right? Dude, that and now algo, they because the of the algorithm, because the algorithm, they don't even see that shit. I'm um uh watching uh. TikTok stuff. So I would put something up on TikTok, right? And I knew it was fire. I fucking knew it was fire, dude. Absolutely mm. knew it was fire. In the right time zone, I'm making some fucking WandaVision memes. It's great, you know, Hell based yeah. on a on a TikTok song. If it's fucking brilliant, I'm doing good. For the first day, zero, zero views, zero likes. And then something happened. The algo was Ooh. like, my friend, it is your time. Time to come, serve. Come it's time to me. serve. It's time to go with me. And then I just, every time I would open and look at it, it would go up by like 400 likes, 400 views, Woo. 400 likes. And I'd be like, what in the fuck just happened? The algo chose me. The algo chose you, dude. The it chose you chose for, the, me. for the monster of the week one, too. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah, I need to do more with that. I haven't, I haven't you actually. You that more. algo. You got a thing going on. Me and that algo. I made an uh, Inuyasha TikTok and somebody asked me if I was okay. And that was the only interaction I got. <laughs> I was like, I know this isn't good, but what do you mean am I okay? <laughs> what does that mean? That's really depressing when someone is like, yeah. you do something and they're like, hey, 
Hey, Chris, are you all right? Is everything good? Is, yeah, I don't know. I was I was trying to make I was trying to fuck around and see like what I could do with it. Um, and so I like uploaded a I just saved a GIF and then like used that in the TikTok, which I had to record a video of too, which was stupid. And it recommended me this song because it will it'll do that. Mm-hmm, and I'd never heard mm-hmm. the song before. I was like, oh, this is this is lovely. I'm gonna make a little video. And I sent it to Jess because I thought Jess loves Inuyasha. I'm sending this video to her. Even she, even she wasn't impressed, bro. <laughs> did she did she acknowledge it or did she just not? She even acknowledged it. it. Okay. She acknowledged it, but I don't. You know, Jess, if you're listening to this, I worked really hard on that. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> used a little love and support, babe. Could have used a little support on that one. <laughs> did you call her babe when you sent it to her? Because that's that sometimes gets babe, the babe, please, babe, please, babe, babe, babe. hey, babe, 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 babe. What's the thing that you think? Um, you have spent the most time on in your life that nobody has ever seen or acknowledged uh, hmm. for me i would think this podcast <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably this podcast you know what um this is it's funny I, I mentioned this last week something in minecraft that i did um i used to come home from work and would put on podcasts and that was like back when like everybody like all of our friends everybody was doing weekly podcasts and stuff and i would catch up on everybody's stuff after work sitting there playing minecraft on my ps4 alone and um i i built this like this town and like all these huge castles and um i had a farm with all these wonderful animals you could go and visit and then i built a tunnel down that took me probably like a month of playing this game uh just a straight tunnel down into the core of the earth and i was like so impressed with myself um and i built train tracks from the spawn point where you first go into the world um all the way like across the map like a five minute journey um by train i'm sitting here and just realizing that i've heard this story on top chain before yeah (laughs) yeah, i I spent so much time finish it i I spent so much time there was a train track i'm the fucking train track i I had to i I died so many times going back and forth (laughs) i it was it was laying laying an actual train track i felt like i was was expanding the west in real life um it was labor and and then I tell all my buds, hey, log into my game. I've built everybody a dope pad. Like, let's do this. Let's do some. Let's go find like the Slenderman or whatever we're supposed to do in this game. I don't know. Um, and nobody ever, nobody ever chilled, dude. Nobody ever came through. Nobody ever came through. I had the party pad. I had I got beer for everybody, and nobody came through ever. <laughs> ever. We're talking months of work. I think Steve came by once to Good be polite. Steve. Steve, Steve is right there for you, Joe yeah, Dylan. But that, Fuck you guys. Dude, they got there, dude. They left me hang, dude. I couldn't believe it. Oh man. I'm um I I've been I've been having a really good time playing co-op games lately, mm-hmm. uh, with our friend Pad because our schedules line up perfect perfectly where he's putting his child to bed six hours earlier than I am hanging out in the afternoon. So he just yeah. it just works. Yeah. Um and we've been playing these like, you know, asynchronous co-op games together. And it's so cool to have like that. Like it's been a long time since, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but like uh, it's when you and I get on the microphone together, we are generally recording it to publish it. Yeah. And that doesn't, we obviously, very obviously do not care what we say on this podcast. That influences us in no way whatsoever. Oh yeah, no. (laughs) But it has been just wild to like hang out and play a video game with them and not stream and not like, be concerned about something being on a microphone or am i talking into the microphone or whatever like you know what i'm saying like it's just been yeah 
it's I don't want to I don't want to put your put words in your mouth, but it's just guys being dudes. It's just guys being dudes. Absolutely. What's what's better than that? <laughs> what's better than this, man? <laughs> I um but it's been wild. Like it just made me realize that like, oh, maybe I shouldn't like make all of my hobbies into jobs for myself. Like maybe yeah, I sometimes should actually, you just gotta chill. Maybe I just need to fucking chill and play a video game and not like stream it or think about how I'm gonna talk about it on Monster of the Week. And don't get me wrong, I'm 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 making this to be a lot bigger than it is. Like I I love doing this cast and I love doing Days of Future mm-hmm. cast. I love the stuff that I do, but like it was remarkable um just sitting on the couch and like chatting with this dude and not it not be anything. Yeah, there, I have there's a, something I have hot news real quick. You ready oh, for okay. some hot news? Our uh yeah. our producer I mean, our music producer. I produce all the podcast stuff. But our what? our music guy, our producer, the music guy, the guy that does all of the music for us. I was us. like, it's Autumn, our producer? <laughs> who is it? Uh, Banshee Beat, uh, who has produced yes. Uh, yes. all of our great music for us, uh, is is just DM'd me a picture of a Kia with a license plate of Destia. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's my, that's me. That, dude, that's my whip. <laughs> Imagine me whipping down to your property in Louisiana. I assume oh you got God. a long ass driveway because it's do, Louisiana. Dude, foot. Me cruising down there, you finally see me. There's dust everywhere because it's the height of summer. Mm-hmm, and as mm-hmm. that dust clears, you see me pull through in my in my Kia with the license plate Destiel. Destiel. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but high fives when I get out of that car. We've uh we've been getting a little Twitter action lately on uh people talking about podcasts and Destiel and stuff, as I think a bunch of people know. Um, and like it's weird because. I'll click on them and I'll read through and I'll like stuff and I'll just like, if somebody mentions this, I'll like, wait, hey, this is us, whatever, being polite. Um, but then I'll like look through the replies of stuff and it's a lot of fandom terms that uh, I have no idea how to handle. <laughs> like, I just don't know them. And they're all very yeah. intimidating. Like, I I thought Destiel was it, right? Like, like I thought that was the that was the thing. That's Dean and Castiel. That's easy. I don't, do, I don't even think that's what it's called Chris, anymore. Chris, what's Heller? Excuse me. You know, what is a heller? Heller? Heller. I don't know. Is that like a like a night of hell? Like <laughs> I don't know. Is it is it a ship name? I I don't know. Like somebody retweeted this, and I think it's Katie. Like I think it's Katie from our Discord retweeted this. It was like all of my um, heller friends should should listen to this, and I'm like, is that good? Is that a maybe good thing? That's a, um, yeah, maybe maybe it's like a it's another group or something or. Yeah. Um, and like this person who was talking about like listening to us so much that they're adopting the term demon blizzy, they in their mm. profile is like he they heller friend. And I hmm. and I and I know that person. That's 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 rainbow pancake. Like they're on our Discord as well. Yeah. I what is heller? I mean I hey, oh, wrong maybe answers. it's a gish thing. It could maybe it's a gish thing. <laughs> wrong answers only. What is a heller? Wrong answers only. What is heller? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Sounds cool. Um, whatever it is, what was I going to say to you before? Oh, the thing about re- uh, about recording, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is I even when we've done live streams or when we do the podcast, I don't ever. I'm never worried about what I'm going to say. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not PewDiePie who is just going to have an epic or angry gamer moment or whatever the hell. I'm not worried moment, about yeah. that. You know, sometimes you and I will say something that's awkward. We're like, oh, okay, that's not what I hold on. That came out wrong. <laughs> Let me rephrase it. But I'm not, there's no pressure to ever feel like I'm on, I'm, oh, oh, no, I'm on the spotlight. Like, I'm going to get in trouble. That's not the issue. The thing about recording or live streaming specifically is that you feel like you can't just go, like, um, yeah, so hold on. Like, give me a sec. All right. Like, you can't just, like, not talk for a second. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you always got to be on. 
so that's what I was was trying to get at when when you're just playing a video game with somebody and you can just be like relax like you don't have to be speaking at all times you don't have to be on it there ready to go with the comment at all times that's the thing that's like relaxing about the situation yeah like you just and and I 100% agree with you like there's never a time where I'm like oop I gotta I gotta stop myself from being racist on the podcast because I don't want yeah. anybody to know I'm a racist but like there is a consideration there is like if me and you were chilling in the same room having a conversation, I wouldn't be holding my head in this particular direction so that my voice projected through the microphone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't, and this is the issue that Autumn and I had in recording Dead Blood Cub is that we were sitting beside each other and trying to have a normal conversation and also talking to the microphones properly and yeah. also me have the screen where I can do like stuff that I need to do for the podcast to the point where like we were talking the other night about restarting Dead Blood Cub and I was like, what if I just got a microphone I'll just put it in the kitchen? Like it won't uh-huh. sound great, but like we'll do it. <laughs> like, That's right? like, well, I was just thinking, like, well, yeah, why don't you re- both record in different rooms? Or, like, th- or that, that is. yeah, yeah, sure. Let's because it's like they're they're <laughs> spend less time so together. F- I see what you're saying. Well, no, when you're so familiar with each other, it's like weird to like then go into podcast posture and then talk that way. To even though she's sitting right next to you, like that feels like it would be awkward because it's not your normal way of of interacting. Um. Like, I guess if me and Jess talk on the phone a lot, so if we were going to record something, I would probably be fine with that, right? Like, we can, like, on Discord, doing it like you and I do it, that's totally fine. But then if we're in the same room, suddenly it's like, well, normally when I'm in the same room with you, I'm just chilling. I'm relaxed. I'm not presenting into a microphone, right? Exactly. Which is funny because it was totally different when I did Chomp Chain, where it's like, we're, I mean, I guess because we're we're just, we were used to being dudes sitting around talking right yeah. like we'd all be sitting around on the couch or even take it back further like at the lunch table at, at school right like so we're used to kind of sitting around all talking to each other like that so it worked out that way and then this you and i recording felt so alien to me for like weeks it finally <laughs> took me took me a while to get used to that but um now i can't even imagine like recording in person i dude i've uh i it, it, it's bizarre like the the time that i did the live show like holding up the microphone in front of me like a like i was like a person Right, like like I've seen celebrities yeah, do. Yeah. It's very, very weird to me. Like I kept moving it away because I'm just not used to it. And just talking to people, mm-hmm. it was very strange. The um, the last time I recorded in per- person was fun, but so I had to dog sit that night. So I was like, normally it was a Friday night. Normally I would just like go and hang out at my buddy's house till like midnight or whatever. Um, but I was like, hey, I gotta get out of here like around like nine thirty ten. He was like, okay, well, I was actually gonna ask you if you wanted to do a podcast <laughs> with me and my friend who I'd never met. He's like, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Final Fantasy. Do you want to do that? I probably told you this before, but I was like, oh yeah, sure, dude. Okay, but like I said, I gotta get out of here at a certain time. I gotta get back, take the dog out, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, and you know, like like caffeine, Chris just like kind of gets going. Like this was like this was drunk, Chris. Mm-hmm. Or I, you know, I had I was I was sipping a little bit, mm-hmm. so. Um, the energy is just kind of all over the place and i'm unfortunately too big of a final fantasy fan for just like you know regular guys who their their main thing is music they're in bands that's that's their whole thing and they also like final fantasy on the side so they're taking their like music project podcast thing and they're doing a special episode to talk about final fantasy and i fucking ruined it <laughs> because <laughs> I would, first of all, would not stop talking. And then anytime somebody would be like, yeah, you know, so in this game, I think it was something, you know, Squall goes over there and I'd be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, so oh. Squall goes up here and this is what happens. Like, <laughs> I just couldn't fucking stop myself, dude. And I was so excited and we were like having a good time or whatever. But then afterwards, my friend was like, dude, like you what wouldn't is, let us talk. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I got like, I just got too carried away with like being the guy who knows how to podcast 
um, and being the guy who was obsessed with Final Fantasy. And it was, you know, hard lesson learned. <laughs> they, had, they, I mean, they didn't really care, but it was still a little bit embarrassing to realize that. It's hilarious. That. Like just in the middle of it, going like, "Huh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we should not have invited this guy." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, y'all should have brought more heat. Y'all should have done your research. Go on Wikipedia. Find out what what year this game came out. Find out the director's name, all right? Don't fumble around, because I have it locked and loaded, ready to go. (laughs) That must be how people feel when they listen to Monster of the Week. (laughs) Dude, I I wonder sometimes. I really do, because I uh, I have listened to other Supernatural podcasts, uh, either to check them out or, like, we have have friends in the Supernatural podcast community, Mm -hmm. and I, I, I just... It's, it feels like, I feel like we are such a different vibe than everybody else out there. And that's, this is not pat, me patting myself on the back at all. No, like, right, right. I feel like we are woefully ill-prepared to talk about Supernatural. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that time. might be the only thing that is working for us. <laughs> it's, <laughs> either, it's either what's going to make people, because obviously the fandom, um, they have an understanding. It's like every, everybody who's in the fandom kind of understands a certain maybe not a certain way to talk about it but there's just an understanding right there's general consensus um and since we weren't part of that before it's either why people like us or probably why people don't like us sure (laughs) it's like oh this is different this is this is a little different than what i'm normally used to so it's fun and whatever and it it makes me think about things differently whatever or there are people who are like what the fuck are they talking about what are they what it's 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 pronounced spate not spite (laughs) or whatever (laughs) she's not welsh jeremy god damn yeah god damn it (laughs) It's a '67 Impala. <laughs> oh, we should. Uh, we've been talking for a long time, and this is a kind of a thick episode, so we should probably get into yeah, supernatural. Is, is dance. All right, let's do it. I didn't like that. That was. I didn't like it either. Okay, to cool. be completely as honest, long, with as you. long as neither one of us were enjoyed it, so, that's fine. You know, do with that what you will. 